0: No. <laughs> oh. Ah. Ah. I have
1: I tip
2: Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm. <laughs> Ready or not, here it comes.
1: Mm-hmm. <ufficient> <quote>.
2: Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, January 21st, 2023. It's just after 4 UTC as we're starting. I'm Sam Minter. Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Let's see how long it takes this time for the mute button.
0: Hello! Damn it! <laughs>
2: <Jeez>. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Oh geez. Anyway, we're we're we've decided just to do lightning rounds today. We will alternate topics until we're sick of each other and talking, however mm-hmm. long that takes, and we'll periodically take a break when it seems like it's been a while. So mm-hmm. that's the plan. Um, yeah, obviously there's there's been a bunch of there's been news there's been stuff there's been all kinds of things and it's just it's all over the place so we didn't have like a couple big themes or whatever i guess we could have tried like tech stuff versus politics stuff versus what whatever anyway and you know we could we we could do some but thirsty things to start with or we could do something else oh you know i i I said but thirsty instead of but but thirst yeah, and I do have some water in front of me, so that I, I got water too. You know, wa- water is a good thing. Water is definitely a very good thing. Yeah,
0: uh, you know, you want to go for what percentage of our body is water?
2: I don't know, like eighty percent, one hundred and five. I don't know. Oh, that, well, that's good. Okay, yeah, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot.
0: Oh boy, you know, I mean. You know,
2: uh. Anyway. Would you like to start, Yvonne? Pick a topic? Or do you want me to go? You know one thing I've noticed now
0: that I'm getting older. (laughs) Yes. I've noticed a few things. One is that I really, really, really have problems with uncomfortable chairs ah okay all right so um i went to a lunch on wednesday uh at this very nice place okay yeah, yeah. With some people from from the office actually um and you know we sat outside in this little patio area whatever that they had which is lovely but but the chairs were really not comfortable OK, <laughs> they were not comfortable at all. And we were there a pretty long time. OK. um, And I've noticed that now when I sit in those things. The the pain afterwards lasts a while. OK, huh. it's not. Let me just say, it's not debilitating pain in any way, all right. But it's just my back feels sore. It, it, it that that that's that's actually where the error is. Not pain, it's soreness. Okay. Um, and I noticed this also. I, I, you know, now I will say this that I think this goes back a lot more. It goes back to high school. I have to be honest that I remember. Elementary school. We used to have like events that happened at this auditorium. And at the auditorium, they had uncomfortable seats. They, no, no, it wasn't the seats themselves. They had either chairs, which chairs were actually decent, or they had the bleachers. Man, bleachers and me, no. If there's no back support, it's just horrible. I, you know, always just was, oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. (laughs) OK, um, it's just incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, and I've noticed that now, like, for example, one thing, which. Yeah. And, and, and so this is not new. And, and I've noticed it like later. So one thing that I, I I must admit that I have difficulty doing like. With my son is that if he wants to sit down on the floor to play on something. That's just not really very comfortable for me. I, I can't do it for any extended period, um, and and, and then I, I I you know and and it's just by the way again it's not that it's debilitating it's just later it's just oh my god it's just uncomfortable um, okay and um you know, I went and I did this on Wednesday, and I've just been, like, sore for the last couple of days from this, and I'm just... And I think it's also made me cranky. (laughs) You cranky? I can't imagine. I'm not usually that. I mean, I'm... (laughs) Okay, I guess I'm a little bit cranky, but, okay, just, oh my god, what the hell, man. You know, um it's just not great.
2: You know, I um, I can't say I've specifically noticed that lately, but it's because I haven't been anywhere. <laughs>
0: no god. Uh,
2: you know, in years okay. essentially. It, now here's so. another
0: an- another one that I found. This is I found this uncomfortable. Like, you know, like I mentioned, sitting in certain things is certain positions the things has always been bad for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I actually I'll go back, and I, I'm saying this about now. Look, I actually remember that when I first joined uh, HP back in the, the 90s, that they gave me a very uncomfortable chair, and I was just miserable. It was horrible. And now um, I was there for about you know, not a long time, and I went and I said, okay, you guys have got to get me a better chair. I, I can't deal with this fucking chair. Um, but, you know, HV being the company that, that they were back then went to HR. Oh, we got to do the ergonomics assessment. Oh, okay. So, so your back's uncomfortable with it. Okay, great. Well, here, go to Herman Miller here. We got a PO. Just, just go pick, go pick, go your pick whatever, picture yeah. chair, whatever. And, and, uh, and that's what I learned about, you know, which those became popular air on chair. Okay. Right. They were very and, popular for a little, a while. And I, yeah, they're still around, but you know, yeah, yeah. But that was like that, you know, and so I went and, and I'm like, I found the error on and I'm like, oh shit, this is great. Oh, like, oh my God, this is, oh, this is. This is awesome. So I went and I I ordered one of those and I got sent sent to the office. It was hilarious because none of the executives or nobody else at the office had an Aeron. And so I, because <laughs> I complained about my back, all of a sudden there, there's this one. All of a sudden, all the executives, like all these people are walking around and notice this chair I've got. And they're looking at it and they're like, well, wow, that's amazing. That's that fucking chair. All of a sudden, a whole fucking shipment of Aeron chairs <laughs> arrives at the office every fucking Every damn executive at, at, at the, the building just—they said, "Yeah, well, i have i got one. I gotta have one of these." I remember, I just started, okay, at, the, at HP. Okay, this is not like whatever. Like I was, you know, whatever. I was just like, you know, I got there, and you know, all of a sudden, everybody got one of those. But but yes, it, I I I have, you know, this is not, I guess, a recent thing. I, I mean, my hell with cars. Look, man. I go and I will test the seating position in the car and how much lumbar support there is. Very seriously, because if if the seats have no good lumbar adjustment, okay, and if I cannot angle the, the chairs in, in the car, the seats in the car in a proper position, it will absolutely just destroy my back too, and I cannot have that. So I you know, like my wife had this car for a while that I could not find a comfortable position in Mm. at all. And I just never drove it. I was just like, I'm, I'm not fucking driving this thing. Okay. It's not happening. Um, you know, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I try to make sure that I had, um, you know, uh, car seats that were, articulating had leg extension. Uh, I I mine have like these extenders like at the bottom. It, it's this thing. It extends. So it actually like your the front your your legs the 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 oh god the your thighs could actually rest up all, all the way up to your knee. Okay. All right. Okay. Um and and so uh and, and it, it's it's a lot more comfortable. Well I for me at least um uh, yeah, and so uh I but I I pain in the ass about that. Um uh, so when all of a sudden I wind up in one of these damn chairs for a few hours, that's just bad. All of a sudden, for a couple of days later, I'm just paying the price. It's just bad. Now, the one thing that I haven't done, just because I've been so busy, which I should have done, there's a couple of things I could do to counter this. I have one of these little like uh, uh, electrical stimuli, you know, muscle stimulant thingies. You know, with the pads, yes. little tens thing. Yes, yes. Sir. That helps a lot, okay, to get rid of that pain. Okay. It really does. But I, I, I don't know where the hell I put it. Uh uh, <laughs> uh right now. I think it must be in my bedroom. I, I haven't looked and I was so busy because uh I, I don't know. Today I had a ton of calls and then uh we had to get uh Manu's passport renewed, okay. Um it, it just uh it, it just expired like uh this week so therefore we had to do that i trust and, this was
2: a smoother exercise than when i had to deal with passports a few months ago
0: yeah yeah his passport only expired like yesterday okay all right just, notice we we had note i noticed expiring i i went and we got an appointment uh we went in today he doesn't have a trip coming up anytime soon i just you know i i, I mean if we're going to plan one yep yeah we want to have it handy because like for example i know my, my wife had inquired about doing a trip like recently and i was just like look i mean we have to you have to go get the passport renewal because you know it, it's expiring like uh, in, in 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 a short time, and so we had to do that. And you know, it, it but but it, it, it's we didn't expedite it because we don't have a trip planned right now in the next, you know, uh, uh in near future. But yeah, you know, in order to do it for for him, even though he had a current passport, one of the problems that you that you have is that um, you, you, you you both parents need to be present. Okay, right. um, you, you can't just you know it, it, both of us need to be present. Both of us need to sign. So, but anyway, well, we got all that done. So, so I just didn't have time to get
2: to to get anything with that. So, so, so your okay. point is uh, uncomfortable support. seating makes you sore. Yeah, it's you know terrible. the the thing that gets me, and then uh, and then we can move on to other topics because you know do people really want to p- listen to people complain about how they're sore? <laughs>
0: you know. I mean, no, why not? I mean, you say that when, when you know, we are, are we are getting we are soundly beaten. We are getting soundly beaten in the podcast game
2: by, white you noise. know, yes yes white noise.
0: Um, yes. So, so, so I, I don't understand why, how could this be that much worse?
2: Yeah, I haven't noticed the, the seating thing as much for me, but what I have noticed is more often than previously, I can end up sore just from having slept the wrong way. No, you know, like what is I, what 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 is sleeping the wrong way mean? Like, yeah, I, like I sl- I sleep on my arm, so I wake oh up god, with the arm, yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Listen, or or listen, I know about that. Look, I wound up
0: having to be in physical therapy for doing <laughs> that. Okay,
2: yeah, that's no good. Yeah, no, that's you know, no good at all. See, see, now I I don't tend to I I some people are very fixed in their sleeping positions. I toss and turn and roll around and I do all kinds of stuff. So like it just, it isn't like I'm doing the same thing all the time every day, but every once in a while I will, I will wake up and realize I have slept in a bad way and I, I can feel it for the first few hours I'm up. Also, you know, you, you you and your family are, let's say much more organized. I think mm-hmm. then we are in many ways, you know, we've, we've, we've mentioned sort of the, the Oscar and Felix odd couple thing between, <laughs> you know, you being a neat freak yep. and me not being, I, I presume this applies to your daily routines and such as well. Being somewhat consistent. We have zero yep. consistency in our house. Whatsoever. Yeah, no, they are. Oh, no, they, no. they, they are. I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: We, I mean, damn it. We have, listen, for God's sakes, look, our calendar, Okay, you know we have a shared family calendar where we got this thing. Now I will say that I am more the one that's a little rigid with that, but, uh-huh. but my wife has uh, uh, acclimated to it because she she has realized that when we don't follow that calendar, everything turns to hell.
2: So yeah, so so so, so, so anyway, so, yeah. my point my point is like just for things like when and where people fall asleep, there is no oh. routine where everybody goes to bed. Okay, that just does not happen. People are no, active until the they no, drop no, and no. Then they sleep no, the wherever hell? the hell they were no, when, no, they got, no, when they no, got no, tired. No, no, no. You know, I, I get, <laughs> listen, listen,
0: listen, let me tell you something. If I get to my bed and Manu is there because he fell asleep there, I am not
2: happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, I, 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 Uh, Now, I do tend to, like, if I fall asleep on the couch, I will wake up sometime in the middle of the night and move to the bed. However, if I end up sleeping on the couch for most of the night, uh, I'm always sore because I, I, I do not, like, you me personally, like there are members of my family who prefer sleeping on the couch. I do not prefer sleeping on the couch. I find it incredibly uncomfortable, but I will fall asleep there, but then I will move as soon as I have realized that has happened. But if there is a night where I've spent most of the night there, you know, the, the, I'm cranky the next day. Cause I just did not get a good night's sleep. Like whether I'm sore or not, it's, it's just, I did not sleep solidly. So. Well,
0: okay. Well,
2: all right. So now, of uh, course, the, well, the answer to of, this, of course, is yeah, this could be solved by have a routine, and at a certain time of yes. day, you get ready yep. for bed, and you go to that, the that, bed, that, and yes. you lie down, and you turn right. out the light. But right. that just does not happen for any member of my family. None of us. None of us do that. It's uh, all over the place. It's whatever uh, the hell. You know. You know. I. Yeah. Anyway fun all right well uh i am
0: gonna we we're gonna suggest that we take a quick break right now and um, okay Um,
2: and then we'll come back with uh more real topics after this sound good? yes back after this no no it's not the beginning of the show again We're just taking a little time to credit the artist responsible for the music we use at the beginning and end of the show. What you are listening to right now is The O of Pleasure by Ray Lynch. The music we close our show with is Celestial Soda Pop. Both of these songs are from Deep Breakfast. Now platinum, Deep Breakfast was the first independently released album ever to be certified gold by the RIAA. Ray Lynch's other albums are... The Sky of Mind... No Blue Thing. Nothing Above My Shoulders But The Evening. And the best of Ray Lynch. You can check out Ray Lynch or buy his music at RayLynch.com, iTunes, Amazon, or anywhere you usually find music. And we're back. You back too, bub? Or did you need a few more minutes? God, hello, hello, hello! <laughs> you, you were actually unmuted already. I saw it. Oh, fucking buttons, and things, buttons, 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 blinking lights, blinking lights, blinking. Yeah, you know. And, beep and hey, and we said blinking. lightning round. <laughs> we said lightning round, but we did it but first anyway. So hey, awesome! We yeah. we talked. We did the curmudgeonly complaining about physical deterioration and getting sore (laughs) from, you know, routine things that younger people don't care about. I'm
0: fucking turning 52 fucking years old pretty soon. Okay. All right. You
2: know, I I mean, Jesus. Anyway. Yes. So, uh, uh, enough of that. And we will we will talk about other things. So, so I mean, I, we kind of both had our halves of the. But first, but I'll go ahead and start this segment. Let's uh, let's start with uh, the tech layoffs. Uh, I, I will just mention, you know, I won't say anything else about you know my company or anything specifically. But my company was one of the ones that had a round of layoffs this week. I was not one of the ones laid off. Thankfully, that would have been sucked. God. Yeah, um, but uh, uh, but my organization was affected. There are people I work with who were affected. Um, you know, my, my team took a significant hit. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's you know I I've been through a layoff situation once before, like almost twenty years ago. At this point, when I was working at Merrill Lynch. Where they basically eliminated the entire group I was part of at the time. Uh, it was it was the end of the it was the dot com bubble bursting, and I worked on the 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 part of the company that did the the public website. So not where you go visit your money, but where they advertise their services and try to get new customers. And they basically decided, you know, this internet thing has obviously failed. We don't <laughs> need the we don't need this stuff. Um, and so we, it, we don't need a whole team doing a website. We'll, we'll just give that to the same team that does the TV commercials and be done with it. And, and so my whole team was gone. Listen, I, I, I uh,
0: in my career, I mean, when I started at HP, uh, back in like 97, layoffs were verboten those, they'd never happened. HP never
2: laid off people. That was this. Uh, this does, that this was doesn't against happen. the HP way. Yeah, this hasn't and, and happened were, where I am either. Like they, they've had they've had hiring freezes before, but I don't know. It's certainly nothing at this scale. Maybe they did like little teams here and there, but nothing at this scale since I've been at my company. And and that's like it was seventeen years last week, actually. So it's been a while. So 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 we 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 never did that, and then
0: but pretty quickly. Um, uh, that changed uh, a few years later when Carly Fiorina arrived. And she right. was like ah fuck fuck that shit. And then we, yeah, we we did this merger. And one of the things is that uh, Carly, uh, uh, together with uh, Boston Consulting Group, they they called uh, uh, they they framed the layoffs. Uh, they made us create what they called value capture reports. The value capture was how many people we were firing. Okay. That's okay. That was the fucking euphemism that they used for, you know, how many people are we, you know, are we laying off, you know? you know, because we were consolidating very big groups back then, you know, we had sales organizations, you know, that, that, you know, combined probably uh, just in, in where I work, which is Latin America specifically, you know, just our, 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 imagine the size of Salesforce. I mean, we, we spent in sales and marketing combined about $200 million a year. Just in sales and marketing, people alone. Um, yeah, you know, I, I mean, it is it, it was, it was a very large organization. And, you know, I, I mean, I remember that, you know, when I was like with the uh, services team, I, I, we were Compaq had so many people and that were so unproductive. I mean, at least in our geography. And, I mean, it was just like ridiculous. They had almost the same number of people that we had basically selling about a third <laughs> what the other people said, it was like holy shit and all of a sudden we were trying to right-size this organization and then you know they they had all these parameters uh you know managers had to be nine to one you know one manager for every nine employees you can mm, uh, right. have that uh executive assistant certainly one for for every 15 people you couldn't have any you know so they had all these ratios and things and oh my god i went through lists and li- i mean i don't know I, I mean i probably went through a time where i was involved in like putting on the freaking cutting block several hundred people you know mm. uh, at least uh you know at, at the time uh you know so i have had to go through that i had to go through that at at Rico, we laid off tons of people, too. I mean, we were constantly, you know, but, it, you know, they change in strategy. Sometimes you would hire people and then just as quickly you hired them, then fire them all like, you know, not that, not that much later. Uh, and that my previous employer, too. I mean, uh, we, we, we I mean, we were just going through a freaking, you know, I, I. I've been firing people and firing people. Uh, I I mean, I've had to fire a lot of them. I've had to be the guy. I mean, the only time I ever got fired was last year Hmm. in in my last job. But, but, you know, in in that entire time, you know, uh, but I I think one thing that I uh, my my perspective quite often about a lot of this and I tried to do this as much as possible is that i think that a lot of the layoffs that many uh engage in are uh exercises in um public relations how so um you know uh okay so the industry is going through problems and then the the uh the heads the executives they get pressure from wall street to show that they are doing something to cut costs. And so therefore they make an offering at the altar uh, of some
2: layoffs. It's easy. See, we're taking action. So your, your point you know? is that, that 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 might not actually solve the underlying problem. It's correct. Just something to do.
0: Right. It's something that's easily showable. I could go, uh, you know, I didn't change my strategy. I didn't fix the underlying problem, but look, I got, look, I, we should
2: can some people, you know, look, there you go. You see, we're taking action. Well let us talk about the, the the what what we're why this is happening right now anyway. Like because we I, we, we, we let, 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 let me interrupt. like basically we've gone going through a wave where all essentially all of the big tech companies seem to be doing layoff rounds right now. Except uh, Apple we, apparently for whatever reason so far. Except Apple, but you know, we, we had Amazon, we had Microsoft, we had no, Google. Uh, who else do we have? We there were others, right? I mean, well, Oracle was laying off people too. But, yeah, you know, they, but they, but they, but they but I, but the, to be
0: fair, Oracle had been laying off people before everybody was doing it. A big part they had announced this. Uh, you know, they had acquired uh, Cerner, uh, a very big
2: acquisition as part of that. The, you know, the, they had targeted a number the, of the layoffs point, at the, the time. The point so. is, it's widespread in the tech yeah. industry right now. It's not just isolated companies here and there. So. And it seems like the the story that's sort of the summary is everybody grew too much during the pandemic. And so now they're correcting for that. Is that really what's going on? What What's the real situation? What's, what's driving this for everybody? I do think that it was a very,
0: uh, there was a massive hiring binge and it became like an arms race amongst a lot of companies to hire people. And uh, some people are mentioning that even at the point that um, we are right now, um, that uh, that it's uh, you only basically got rid of maybe hiring that you did like in 2021. Right. Okay, Um, that's about it. Um, And there are these periods where companies do do that. I I mean, I'm I'm not going to say that that doesn't happen. I've gone through that where we've had these cycles of people think that you know, you you know you hire more people, you'll get more revenue, and just keep bringing them in, and then you know you got all these people, and you're like, what the hell are you going to do with all these people? And then people are like, well, they're not being productive, we'll get rid of them. But but I I think that um, I think a little bit of a difference right now that I that I see is that um, the the amount of layoffs compared to the operating profits of some of these companies um some of them not all okay um i I, i'm not gonna name any names like right now uh just to not you know since we're employed by some of these companies yeah but um you know it's just when you fire like say ten thousand people right 10,000 people maybe saves you about a billion dollars, uh, annually, just rough, rough numbers. You know, uh, you take a salary of about a hundred thousand, you know, a full cost, a hundred thousand dollars annually. I'm sure that they they were also doing, you know, layoffs outside the United States, which don't, don't, uh, don't cost as much. Um, you know, and so, uh, so you take that, that number. So you're talking about a billion annually. Yeah, you know, we've got some of these companies that are laying off that kind of number of people that are having annual operating profits of, like, $50 billion. So what the hell is a billion, you know... I mean, it's a it's a rounding error, to be honest. Which is why I do heard a lot of
2: I, I've heard a lot of people, like, bitching. Like, not, not in person, like, online. Um, basically saying, you know... It, Doing the exact same math you did and saying, are you really telling me that these companies couldn't swallow that for a year or two and just shave a little bit off the the, the profits and be able to, rather than do cuts, just do a hiring freeze until things catch up?
0: Yeah. And and, and that's the thing. And that's why I think that I, I uh, uh, many companies, I do think, uh, not all, I will say, but I, I know that there's and many companies that have been under pressure for certain reasons i think that they felt obligated that you know uh to go to wall street and report hey look we're taking action and and listen man no simpler action than telling all your teams hey uh give me 5% of your lowest performers yeah here you go boom done you know you do that that doesn't require a lot of strategic thinking thinking about businesses that are which businesses are
2: underperforming where to where to move people and reinvest and so forth let That's me mistake. ask one, but i will okay let me on. ask one question about that cuz like now my understanding is there legal niceties about the differences between layoffs versus just reducing staff versus firing people for low performance in that to be a proper layoff or whatever you have to actually be eliminating roles not people is that a real thing it, what's what's the deal with the legal mumbo jumbo around that stuff uh, that's more internal to com-
0: company policies and to like reduce the risk of litigation mm-hmm. um and, and there are a lot of ways around that i mean you know there are so many job titles at, at companies that you can eliminate role A and hire another person role B and basically give them like similar responsibilities right. i really think that a lot of that is just you know uh what 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 do companies want a lot listen a lot of companies some of you know many of them are given actually quite se- quite generous severance okay maybe mm-hmm. let me, be let me clear uh, you know i i saw the uh, you know google which announced layoffs today um the severance package is exceedingly generous that they that they gave people um they were giving people six months of 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 included health coverage i I mean i shit i have been in layoffs before i had never seen people get six months of health coverage you know uh, along with it they they were giving people i mean if you were a a tenured employee say you were like a 15-year employee I saw that basically you'd be getting almost like about a year of mm. severance pay uh, uh, along nice. with it, yeah, um, plus six months of of covered health care and uh, you know outplacement support and some other stuff. And I think what look the the main reason to offer all of this is for you to sign waivers to not sue. <laughs> um. <laughs> Basically, that's what it is. I do think that some companies were being more generous because, you know, they're like, well, you know, laying off people who made this promise and, you know, we're doing this. So I mean, they were being um uh generous. Um uh but it 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 I, like I said, the, the reality is that when you're looking at the numbers of a lot of these companies, especially the more more, more profitable ones, okay, uh, to be sure. Um I mean, it's just it's just rounding errors like right now. And I do think that Wall Street ha- has always historically and I, I remember this going back to my days in business school. We haven't had that many So the tech, but look, this is the same shit that I remember going back 30, 40 years where, you know, this is what you are. O- this is the easiest offering to go to to Wall Street. Hey, get, get you know, let's get rid of the losers. They're, they're you know, uh you know, go give me your worst performers, I mean, I was asked that once, I remember, look, just give me who are your worst performers on your team this, this, boom, there you go, they're on a last listen we we wound up replacing those people later, whatever, um, if we needed to, uh, in some cases, some cases we didn't, but whenever we needed to, we would replace people later, um employment in, in the united States is a will, yeah, I mean, there's very little you know. Just you know, I, I know somebody that just got laid off uh, a few weeks ago by not one of the major tech companies, but by by a smaller tech partner. They got no severance. They it, it was this was in Texas. Mm. They got laid off. They got called into the office. Uh, uh, Twelve people in the team, eight were let go, and they were you know immediately like that was the last paycheck. Not one dime of severance. Ouch, yep, just like that, out the door, boom, you're done. Um, so uh, um, y- y- you know, I I really think that um, d- the the pressure uh from Wall Street to show something, and this is something easy to show. Uh, I I just think that that's another thing. But I will say another thing, which I yeah. think is very important. Uh. That I, I over the last couple of months, when uh Mr. Musk started you know firing a ton of people at Twitter,
2: yeah th- those were a little bit different than what we're seeing this-
0: yeah but but the thing is that I saw quite a lot of uh, there were quite a lot of people admiring the in the tech industry admiring what he
2: was doing mm. okay. Basically agreeing with the idea that look, there's just lots of fat here. You don't need this many people. All these lazy people and
0: whatever. And and I do think that uh, there has been this. There is a group of tech executives, and their thinking is that you know we've got all these entitled uh, tech employees that all of a sudden had us over a barrel, getting all the money they wanted and whatever. And this is our way. You know, this is us asserting control again. Right. Oh. And I I think that there are executives who definitely definitely think that way, okay? Um, you know, absolutely. I, I mean, the the two most public that I saw, uh, you know, a lot from Elon Musk was the CEO for Salesforce. He was deaf. Oh my god, he said some shit about his employees that I was just like, wow. You know, basically called them lazy, unproductive. You know. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and I was just like, and, Damn. and 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 also tying in the whole, you know, the the work from home versus in the office right. thing too. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, the whole thing, Yep. everything. Um, we'll you see know, you come so, back into the office now, bastards.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: so I think that there's a lot of that. Um, you know, um, uh, so, so I mean, the it, now the, the summary of what you're saying seems to be. Like they're doing this for optics. It's not really going to yeah. solve the underlying problems anyway. And and so this is, you know, a bunch of people get kicked out for not really a good reason. And it's not even going to, like, improve the situation for the companies that do it other than maybe their stock price.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, think about. um Look, even in the case of Twitter, it's ridiculous okay the the Twitter case is ridiculous, okay um yeah you know, when when you add in all the severance and everything in the last couple of months, this entire laid off, okay, and because all the turmoil that uh Elon made, okay, the revenue that he has lost far 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 far, far exceeds any savings that he has done by terminating people right and, and so it it's like I mean you've made it worse. You've actually made it actively worse. If he had just come in and not done anything,
2: that was better than what he has done so far, cash flow wise. Now, of course, Elon and Twitter is a special case. What do you th- for for all of these other companies that are going through rounds of this? Do you think there's any actual lasting benefit from doing this? I mean, you you completely aside from the make wall street happy stuff, is there some value in just periodically, you know, culling programs and projects that just aren't uh, producing? I, I
0: will say that I do think that periodically going through your businesses and figuring out where you need to disinvest and invest and where you should redirect resources is absolutely a prudent thing. And I'm not saying that it's not, you know uh there isn't a point where you need to sometimes just say you know what Th- this is just not working we need to uh let these people go i mean i do think that there is a point where that may be
2: the resort that you that you have to do because okay? in some of the one, some of the reports i'm hearing like the It this varies highly by company, but there there are two different kinds of things going on. One is just hey, everybody tighten your belt by 10, 20%, or whatever, you know, and and just like, like you said, get rid of your low performers, get rid of people who just don't have a track record yet, whatever, you know, just just tighten the belt, keep doing what you're doing. We're going to keep the same priority, but make do with less people, maybe go a little slower, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you've got Hey, this program just ain't working, right? Let's, let's just stop investing in it. And maybe you cut the program entirely, or maybe you, you cut it by 80% or something and leave it on life support, et cetera.
0: Well, I'll, I'll give an example of something that there was a, listen, earlier this year at, at my employer, okay, there was a layoff that was, that was announced publicly related to our, uh, there is an area that, that we sell a product uh, called uh, it's called uh, customer experience, which is a, a CRM a, a customer, a customer relationship management software. OK, yeah. And look, our product has not been that competitive. OK, we we've had, you know, it, it's it, it we've had in the market. It, it, it's had issues in the market. Our main competitor is Salesforce in that space.
2: And they've been kicking your ass.
0: And, you know, they have, and they have been, they have, you know, they have been, you know, out, out, you know, outperforming Oracle in that space. And Oracle made some significant retrenchments in the investment in that space a couple of months ago, because they said, man, you know what, it doesn't matter what the hell we're doing here. We're just not getting in some of it, just not, you know, all the money that we're putting, we're not getting the ROI on it. And you know, they made a retrenchment on it and said, look, it's not working. We, we, we need to now, you know, I I spoke to people, you know, our recruiters and what they were doing. They were also trying to do because they were hiring in other areas. It's like, Hey, let's make sure that these people that are getting laid off, let's focus them, you know, to find other positions at the company where, you know, we're investing and that things that be more productive. And I think that that makes sense. Okay. You know, for companies to do that, not to continue just burning money on craft that, that doesn't uh, that doesn't work um, you know I I don't think that that's that's good business strategy um you know uh, so but I, I do think that um, you know and and sometimes look managers also hate getting rid of underperformers they they don't like they don't like dealing with that in certain yeah. places especially if there there are no layoffs like that they will drag them around forever. I mean, I I I mean forever. Um, you know, I, I was more than once the recipient of of people that literally were crooks. <laughs> I mean that literally were stealing from the company and nobody had taken the time to fire them. Nice. And I'm just like, for real? I mean, you know, nobody wanted to deal with this. Uh, or, or just plain incompetent, or just plain, just, you know, I, I mean, not doing, not even trying to do their job, not even faking it, not even answering their phone. <laughs> I mean, literally, Sam, literally, okay? There's this guy, I couldn't even find them at any okay. time. I'm just like, look, I mean, you're not, you're not even faking it. Nice. Um, you know those people, but 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 people, but this guy. I inherit. I didn't hire him. I inherited him from somebody else who had not gotten rid of this guy. And I'm just like, you know, what the hell? So that does happen. Okay, I'm not going to. Doesn't happen. I, I I just think that sometimes, it, it, like like I said, a lot of this this exercise feels, you know. Uh, it, it it it's just it it's a lot of uh, show for Wall Street. I I do think that a lot of it is that, uh, now, and I do mo- think that there is this show of force of like we're in charge as well. I mm-hmm. I just think people just wanted to do that. Some people did. I'm not gonna right. say that all all of it, but I I know that there were people chomping at the bit to do something like this.
2: Do you think that um, you know most most of the news in recent weeks has been about uh, tech? And layoffs mm-hmm. in tech. Is, is this something that is going to ripple through other industries as well? Like, is it part of a macro? I haven't economic seen a trend? lot.
0: No, I really think that, look, if you think about what happened during the pandemic, while everybody else, you know, was retrenching massively, tech expanded. Like, you know, like, like, I mean, expansions that way beyond.
2: It, this the, the expansions were huge how how much of, how much of it really was simply a lot of these companies took the situation in the pandemic to be something that, this is what it's going to be like forever. And so expanded out a, making assumptions oh, well, and then, and then as soon as things started going back, quote unquote, they had to be like, Oh shit. Well, well, think all about, of our plans look, are screwed.
0: I, I think that that was part of a lot that happened in, uh, in tech, but look, there were other companies that got caught with that. And th- that got caught up with them earlier. Think about like Peloton, for example, right. Peloton's the best example. I mean, my God, they thought that, you know, oh, yeah, everybody's at home. This is going to be like forever. Oh, yeah, we have this massive backlog. You know, let's build more machines. Go, 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 go. Yes, yes. And then all of a sudden, oh, shit. You know. Everyone's oh, going boy. back to the gym. Yeah, everybody's going back to the gym. We're fucked. But let me give you an example of like a, 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 a sub tech companies. You know, Microsoft, for example. You want to think about how much Microsoft grew 2019 to 2022. Microsoft revenues grew fifty percent i mean fifty percent mm-hmm. during the pandemic i mean holy shit it was big it, it was a massive growth spurt i mean uh google for example uh grew something similar um they you know their revenues over you know during the pandemic were up uh let's see about um Jesus, almost double. They went from 160 billion in 2019 to right now if you do the trailing 12 months, mm-hmm. 282 billion. Nice. I mean that's that's, you know, these are staggering growth numbers, okay? That happened. And so yeah, companies were like, holy shit. I mean, there's just no easy way to sustain, you know, that much more business if you're not fucking hiring more people. I mean Apple for example, 260 billion before the pandemic started, trailing 12 months right now about 400 billion. I mean these numbers are so
2: staggering. Okay. Um and so are we just seeing like they they expanded to try to support that level and then things are coming back down and so
0: yeah, and I and I think that they're 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 you know they're saying well wait we 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 gotta
2: well and, and you when know, you think but, about but, that too they they didn't necessarily have the like if they didn't expand into that that growth they couldn't they, have sustained it either right right so so they, they 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 almost had to grow fast but then if the underlying situation was temporary then that growth is going to be temporary too and that staffing growth is going to be temporary too. But but like I said, I do
0: think that a lot of this that's that's going on right now. I th- I think people are doing this not because they're in trouble now. It's just because everybody's predicting there's going to be trouble, but not because they're in
2: trouble right now. Right. It, it, they're they're getting in a defensive crouch. Yes. Does that end up being a self fulfilling prophecy? So a lot of times it does, yeah. Like, because I mean, right now, I, I mean, compared to the overall economy, these numbers are relatively small. The you know, ten thousand here, ten thousand there. But you know, you just put a bunch of people out of work, and they're but not going to be spending the money they were going to be spending. And but, they're, but here's the one thing: et cetera, et cetera. this week we had uh, uh, unemployment uh,
0: claims reported. The number was the lowest it's been in. I don't know. Listen, there were under 200,000 for weekly Mm. jobless claims. Look, I don't remember the last year where we had such a low weekly unemployment claims number, okay? It was crazy. I, I saw the report and I was like, whoa, what the hell? I mean, everybody, you know, I was watching this on Bloomberg when it came out live and we were all stunned. Just literally stunned how low the number was. I mean, it was crazy. Right. I mean, I'm looking at, at here. I'm going back. Let's see. I have gone through, I've got, I've got a, I've got a chart here with a weekly unemployment claims dating back. I don't know, to 1970. I'm trying to find a, uh, a week with that number of unemployment claims. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see in the seventies, that was the last time we had such low unemployment. Uh, it, it, it was actually not even the seventies, the sixties, okay. it was in the sixties, Sam, right? In the fucking sixties. That was a while. We ago. have, yeah, we have not had a week with that low an unemployment claims number since the 1960s.
2: So, again, do we think there's you know, the self-fulfilling prophecy thing here? Are I we, think this is or, – or, or are people being paranoid and we're not going to have the tech trouble and they're going to end up – the, the
0: question is whether this translates into other industries. But so far, right. I haven't seen any of that. Um, But but like I said, you look at that number you're like, fuck how? You know? How is it so low when everybody's predicting gloom,
2: doom and gloom? So given that, are we in a situation where all these laid off people are going to be able to find new things right away? Or is it because all right away? Because it depends. One of the problems is, of course, is a lot of people that were
0: concentrated in one industry. Okay. Right. And so like if
2: all of tech is doing it at the same time, none of them are hiring.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, they're no, all I, I start, hiring. Don't, no, 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 don't, don't, don't That's not that's not accurate. They're all like hiring in certain areas. Okay, all right. That's that's right. that's you know but but it may be that it, but you when you've got a, a a big chunk of people in the same but it's
2: industry. it's it's not like you, you have all these layoffs at like say microsoft and google it's not like all the microsoft people are going to pick up jobs at google next week and vice versa and just swap. well
0: them. no but but not but it. the thing is that they would be looking in those companies is my point i mean that's mm-hmm. the target where they're looking at it's like look if you say if you're an uh Say you worked in the steel industry or, a car, or, or you, you built cars for 15 years. Where are you looking for? I mean, what's your first instinct to work, look for a job? Other car companies. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So these people, the first instinct is not going to be to switch industries. It's going to be right. looking at in that industry to see where the hell their jobs are. I, and, you know, when you've got I this. I saw one. And, you know, I, so you've got this traffic traffic jam of people all looking for for jobs at the same time. And look, I've experienced that sometimes like here yeah. when we've had like in Miami, especially, you know, like the tech industry over here moves that at a certain rhythm as well. And when we've had like the surge all of a sudden of like, uh, you know, a company, like when I was at HB, well, HB all of a sudden laid off two, 300 down here. And then all those people are looking for all these Latin America jobs at the same at the time. Same time. Yep. At the same time. Well, shit, man. You know there aren't that many seats for people, which is one thing. Why a, a couple of times my thing has been, you know, because I worked in the U.S. and other places, I would go and I would pivot. I'm like, well, fuck that, I'm not going to work in Latin America. Let's go work, it. You know, let, let's let's shift. Let's go somewhere else. But look, I have this problem where I can't tell. I got friends of mine. I'm like, well,
2: I, they can't do the same thing, right? You I know. T- I saw one speculation on the tech side that maybe this gives an opportunity for small tech companies to compete for talent that they weren't able to compete for before.
0: Well, I'll tell you another place. This, I think, gives an opportunity to a whole bunch of other companies that aren't vertical, you know, that aren't just tech companies that need tech. Right. To like be you're, able you're, you're to hire people. The tech
2: division in the car company or whatever. Exactly.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. right. Those kinds of people where they're like, well, we need, you know, that we need guys like you. And I will say one thing that most of those people in the past would not have looked at those jobs. They would right. have sneered that. Yeah. They're like, not working at that shit. It, it's, it, it's like, you're... I'm working in Silicon Valley. What right. the hell? Are you, you know, whatever.
2: Yeah, just as an example, here in the Seattle area, you got a bunch of Microsoft people laid off. Maybe some of them go work for Boeing, right? You know, possibly. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, um, so I think um, you know that that could be where they wind up reaccommodating themselves because there are so many um, manufacturers and builders of other types of things. Which need like the type of tech workers that are being laid off. Look, I, I mean, I wound up for a long time basically making a living out of that, out of you know selling software in the print industry because they didn't have people that knew how to do that. And I'm just like, well, none of you fucking clowns know anything about software, work services. I'll, I'll. I'll I'll do that part, and I did a pretty decent living out of doing that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is definitely, you know, for a lot of people, that is a a very
2: realistic option.
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay. Let's pivot. Uh, Let's do two topics. Pivot! Pivot! Two two topics per round, so it's your turn.
0: It's my turn to... Pick a fucking subject. It's <laughs> not how the song goes. No.
2: Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's how, That's how it goes. How, uh,
0: um. Let's see. Uh. Okay. So I'm gonna talk about um
2: the Tesla price cuts. Okay. Okay. So so tell us about this because I, I haven't been following it closely. I'm not. Currently in the market for a Tesla. All right. So what well, what did they do? Okay. So very
0: recently. Okay. Um, over the last few, few months. Um. Waiting lists for Tesla vehicles evaporated. Okay. Um.
2: Now it, it, there it, are it, a is variety like, of reasons. Yeah, for I was going to ask: okay. is, this, is this tied to the whole? You on I, there are, there, thing. no no no
0: there there's 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 a number of reasons um for this um okay um it, it's not just one thing a number one is that they had been boosting production okay that that is uh, that is one thing um that had been going on um but but b it is that uh they got more supply but they also had been getting a lot more competition okay um, they, they're, you know, with, they have, with like traditional manufacturers coming out with all electric. yeah, uh, it's just not just traditional manufacturers, just all sorts of manufacturers. Okay. Um, you know, you had Lucid, you got Rivian, um, you know, and then you've got the traditional manufacturers as well. So you've had a, a big, um, a, 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 quite a large number of new electric vehicles that hit the market, um, uh, you know recently that have been very competitive um you know uh, some even better i mean quite quite a number of them actually even better or a better price uh proposition uh than that than a tesla uh you know and so so that's been going on um and look there there is also you know elon has been doing himself no favors by pissing off a whole bunch of people so you've got that you know so you've got you know, Hey, you're, you're, you're making more cars. So you've got more, more, more supply B. I mean, you're pissing off your, your customers. That's not great. You've got more competition. Okay. And then there is the whole thing about the, uh, tax incentives. Okay. That were being phased in for electric vehicles. Because the cars needed to be under certain m s r p s in order to qualify for the incentives, okay gotcha. and one of the things that Elon has done because he thinks he needs no p r no something or whatever, listen if he had been instead of not having any p r people at least having some people working in 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 Washington and saying, "Hey guys." You know, we're building cars here in America, too. Um, you know, I, you're making the, the price thresholds so low that we're not going to be, you know, qualifying for the incentives. Can you give us a break? OK, you know, not do that. But the one th- here's the one thing uh, uh, Elon has been totally anti-union. And so the unions, you know, you know, they didn't want to do him any favors. And OK, and then you've got this whole thing that he just. You know, doesn't want to, you know, want to lobby anybody. So, the prices got set at at at, at thresholds that basically left almost every Tesla model out of qualifying for the tax incentives. Okay, uh, so in order to have the cars qualify, he had to make some drastic price cuts. Okay, mm. um, now they had been bumping up prices in recent years because of, um, you know, supply constraints or whatever. So they figured, hey, we'll raise prices. So they basically had to undo a lot of those prices. Uh, I mean, there are cars that, uh, look, uh, let, let me put it to you this way. The, the vehicles that were made to qualify, for example. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, a, the Tesla Model Y, which is their little SUV, okay? They, they got a 20% price cut, okay? I mean, a 20% price cut. Okay, Mm -hmm. but here's the thing. If you bought a Model Y in November, you just paid 20% more for the same fucking car being sold in January. Look,
2: people were furious, okay? This makes more sense now. So this is people who... Bought right before the price drop, who are pissed. Oh, does this, hell yeah. But doesn't this happen every time?
0: No. Price Car makers don't fucking just go and cut prices in cars by 20%. Ah, That's the gotcha. whole fucking thing. Nobody does that precisely so, because of that. You never do that shit. You know what you do? You roll out rebates, you so, roll out incentives, you go and you fucking like subsidize leases. You'll do anything and everything in Other your than power this. to go and fuck, before you fucking cut a price of a car you just sold in no- November, 20 it, fucking percent. You it, will, and it, you it, know, and there's another thing that you will do. What <laughs> you do is you go and say, hey, I got the Model Y. Oh, we're launching now the Model XY. Right. And the Model XY is 20 percent you know less. And it's like, well, what the hell's the difference with the with the XY? Well, I don't know. We changed the lights. They, they do shit in order to make it be somewhat fucking different. Right, So you're not going and taking the customer, you just sold a fucking car for $66,000 and then the next month you're giving it to them for $53,000.
2: See, now, meanwhile, I had the mindset of like, you know, buying a computer or something where you're like, the expectation is something newer, better, cheaper is going to come out next month, no matter what. And you just have to jump in and buy when you need it.
0: No, that's not the car. That's not the car business. (laughs) <laughs> no, people were fucking livid, livid. Okay, um, and then the thing is that it also pushed down the 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 price of all used Teslas.
2: Okay, yep, that makes sense. Be-
0: yeah, I mean, if you could buy it, uh, say, you know, let me put it to you this way: some of the more expensive ones, for example, because even cut the ones that aren't uh, uh, incentives. So let's see: the biggest price drop is the model P- Tesla S Plaid. in November, and they cut the price to $115,000. Listen, man, let me tell you something. If I fucking bought a Model S Plaid in November, and then two months later you were selling it for $21,000 fucking dollars less, I would go and try to find
2: Elon Musk with a baseball bat and kill him. Okay, that's nice. So what, what's actually happening for these folks? I've, I presume there's nothing they can actually do about There's it, right? nothing that they could
0: do, but they're furious. Okay, so it, it, they really, you know, the whole thing is that... Uh, but it also, man, it, this is another thing that they've, they've done. And I don't know how they're going to deal with this. So, um, leased cars. Okay. Okay? So say you leased... Uh, a Model S plaid, okay, in November, okay, with you know, and and you one hundred thirty six thousand dollars. You calculate whatever the hell the residual value is at the end of the lease, so which is basically a depreciation. You say the car is worth eighty in three years. Well, shit, you just cut the price by twenty thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So what the hell that means is that all of a sudden that car that you're going to be that you did a lease with an estimated value, with an estimated depreciation of $35,000, $55,000. All of a sudden, you've made that car depreciate an extra twenty grand. So when that leaseholder comes back and returns that damn car at lease end, okay? And then you try to resell this fucking car in the used market. You're going to have to eat the fucking difference. <laughs> because you just depressed the value of the fucking leased cars you just sold the last two years. Buy like a ton. I mean, it's just so stupid.
2: So what? What's the ongoing impact of this? Is, is it just well, like?
0: Well, one thing that I am hearing right now is that demand is obviously higher right now on the new cars.
2: Because,
0: because the, 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 well, shit, I mean, you cut the prices by 20%. Um, so, yeah. There's I a mean,
2: whole bunch of people who can think about them now that weren't thinking about listen, it. So let me
0: tell you something. Even I, who said that I don't want to buy one of his fucking cars, I was like looking at the price and I'm like, fuck, man. I mean, he just cut the price $13,000 and I could get a $7,500 tax break on top of that? Because that's what happened with the Model Y. You right. could go and like all of a sudden, um uh, yeah, it was sixty-five thousand dollars, to cut the price to fifty-two, and then you can get the tax break. So you wanted to pay forty-five. I mean I mean th- I mean it's like a, almost a third less. So, but no, even but I, I don't care. No. I even <laughs> if it's that great a deal, I am not fucking no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> not giving. I'm not giving that asshole the fucking money. No,
2: no, no. It, it, didn't they? Don't they still have like other issues too? Like, or to have they fixed their like quality control issues? No. Okay. No.
0: They haven't fixed any of that shit. And their service sucks. And that's the problem. You know, the one thing that I'm, I'm just saying that i I'm not doing. Okay. I'm not going and fucking buying a goddamn car that. All of a sudden, oh, well, you got to wait three months for a part. Oh, a well, loaner? Oh, fuck you. You're not getting a loaner either. You know, I'm like, what the hell? No, I'm not, you know, I, I, I've i known, I've seen so many stories of people that literally, I, I there was a guy who had been paying for a Tesla less plaid for a year, had not been able to use it <laughs> <laughs> for a year. He hadn't been able to use the fucking car. Um, You know, so yeah, I mean, you know, he definitely has ignited demand,
2: but obviously at lower prices. But also, does this make the, like you said, all the people who are pissed who just bought one, does it make them less likely to consider that the next time as well, Well, even though that's several years down the road potentially I, listen this kind of shit always pisses off customers i mean i i don't
0: i don't see how i don't see how anybody that just got screwed royally that way would go and consider like going and, and leasing another vehicle from tesla again i i gotta i gotta believe that it certainly reduces the the the, the propensity to purchase I mean, I I don't see... It's not a positive. Now, look, I I was just reading this article recently about these people that just idolize fucking elon and even after they've gotten into accidents where they almost got fucking killed by the goddamn autopilot driving oh my god they're like well but it's still great and i love him and he's so smart and i'm just like for the love of fucking god look i got honda sold me a fucking car that the engine blew up that they wouldn't own up to <laughs> and i didn't buy another honda for 20 fucking years after that okay and, and these guys almost got and I didn't even almost get killed by the car, it's just that the engine blew up and they don't want to fix it. I mean, these guys almost got killed by the fucking car, and they're still like, oh, he's so smart, oh he's so good. I'm like, dude, you your car almost killed you. Right. I I, I this is this this whole thing is just this this whole cult of him is just this whole you know we are a lot into cults right now okay mm-hmm. i mean i don't understand why the hell people are so uh cult prone you know cult
2: attracted to the cult you right. know something i don't um, know yeah Jeez. But you, you 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 got the people liking Elon, you got the people liking uh, Trump, you got the, you know, and, and I guess people people would have said a, a a few years back like all the people like idolizing Jobs, you know. So I don't know, it, it, they there there or or Obama, I guess I don't know. Like there there's, there is a human. I don't know. Jobs didn't like... try to kill me,
0: as far as I could tell, with any of his products. Okay, could I can I just you know. I mean, last your, time I checked, he didn't try to kill me with any of my fucking products.
2: Your iMac doesn't go after you in the middle of the night. Not, not that I, not that I know. No, um,
0: <laughs> you know. Um, I, so, I, I, I really think that there is. Uh, I think that there is a difference between admiring somebody's work and like how they work versus there, there, this. There is crosses, into, is. crosses into like. I mean, I don't wear like a fucking like job. I mean, I I really admired Steve Jobs. I don't go around wearing a fucking shirt of his. We're like, good hey, you said. You said, you said, you said. I, I'm like, these people are just. <laughs> I would I, put I'm... a fucking Apple sticker on anything I owned. You know, you know I, yeah, I, I, I I would not make a fucking line to get a goddamn iPhone. There Never. Were plenty, there were plenty of people who did. Oh no, I know. Oh, I don't. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that you know, I'm saying about, I'm like, listen, I, I'm a guy that really admires Steve Jobs. All i I would is- not make a fucking line for one fucking minute to get a phone. I'm like, you fucking people are morons.
2: All I'm saying is that there is a natural sort of human tendency to cluster and follow around charismatic leaders. It, it's just something that happens. Now we can make judgment calls on when that it gets to an unhealthy level, when it goes to people who really don't deserve it, all kinds of things. But there is there is a natural human tendency. I, here, here's the thing though. My whole thing about um about
0: Musk is what I've said for years. He's a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking fraud I mean and all the, you know all the evidence is that the guy is a lying fucking
2: fraudster it seems to be more and more of that direction as we go forward and so you know I don't understand
0: what the hell the whole fucking thing is like it's like the whole George Santos thing.
2: I was about to mention him, yes. I
0: mean, what the hell is this thing with liking fucking
2: fraudsters? Uh, well, I mean, the whole thing with a fraudster is that they put up a an attractive facade and it, it draws people in. And then also there's a tendency that once you're drawn in... You this becomes a psychological resistance to admitting that you were fooled, and so you get drawn in further. Idiots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking idiots. That's what that's called. Uh yes. Okay. You know, look, I I, I, I I will I go and I say that. I say that very glibly because this is Carbunge's corner and this is our specialty, but yeah. I I I I I also see how um you know, I, I had this conversation with a couple of people uh, related to, uh, I think it was like choices about what to do as an adult or college. And why did you say, uh, you know, what did you decide when I was, when you were young and whatever? And I, I was, I was like, uh, I realized that even when I was like uh, a teenager, um, you know, say my father said, uh I should go to law school and I should go to West Point. And basically I was like, screw you. I'm not going to any of that shit. Listen, this is where I applied. This is where they accepted me here. Write a check and shut the fuck up. I'm not listening to any of this shit. Okay. Um, and, and I realized like I have one of my one of my friends from high school who basically it told me that he wound up going to school where, you know, that's where my dad said, and I, I didn't do this or that or whatever. And I was just like, wow. I knew your dad. I'm like, wow. You just tell him to go f off, but bleep off. I, I was just, I, I was just surprised. And I was just talking to somebody else the other day about the same thing. How uh, I they wanted to study this or whatever, and you know, uh, and they didn't do that. And it, it, you know, and I guess it's just, I, people don't do that. I, I, I. I, I I think people are intimidated to doing that and I, I think I don't know maybe it's because I'm the youngest one maybe it's because you know uh, part of my, my my genetic you know my autism predisposes me to the fact that I just couldn't give two flying fucks about this shit um, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean but I realize that most people aren't like I, I mean I, I, I do understand that most people aren't like that um,
2: right. And and lots of people have constraints too. Like, you know, the, the 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 parents won't pay at all if they don't do exactly what they say and blah no, blah blah. I, I, and, you I, I, know?
0: That's what my, my but here's the thing. My father did that with my siblings. But not you. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I so, think we should move on, Yvonne. Anyway, I, I, but but my whole point is that, that this whole thing. I, I think people are so susceptible to this. Look, it's the whole thing we're talking about: propaganda itself and why the fuck propaganda works. Um. Yes. Shit. Yeah. So.
2: Okay. Anyway, all right. Let's let us let us take a break, and when we come back, uh, well, I'll do one, and Ivan will do one, and then we'll be done. Back after this you're listening to this podcast do you like it no do you want to support the show no well after you have subscribed to the show followed us on facebook and told all your friends they should be listening to what else can you do
1: I won't subscribe
2: you can help fund our patreon at patreon.com slash corner. Patreon is a way you can throw us a few bucks a month to help out with the expenses of the show. You know, web hosting, equipment, a little bit of advertising to promote the show, and maybe every once in a while, some much needed sedatives for Yvonne. At different contribution levels, you can get a mention on the show, our curmudgeons corner postcard, or even a curmudgeons corner mug. Fun stuff.
1: Not Fun.
2: In any case, the contributions help tell us that you enjoy and appreciate the show.
1: I really, really hate Commodity's Corner.
2: Are we worth a buck a month? No! Five bucks a month? No! Or if you are nuts about us, maybe even more.
1: One hundred billion! Billion dollars! Even though you don't have anywhere near a billion dollars.
2: If we're worth anything to you at all, send it our way at patreon.com slash curmudgeon's corner.
1: Alex hates, really, really hates curmudgeon's corner. That's really mean, isn't it? But I hate curmudgeon's corner.
2: But I really do. Okay, we are back, and it's my turn. So, yo, Yvonne, um, yeah, Apple killed the clones.
0: I mean, that was a long time ago.
2: Oh, oh, oh! I am I, I am a little out of date. Um. Oh, uh, uh Twitter killed the third-party clients.
0: Oh, that's it.
2: <laughs> yes, the Apple killing the clones yet again, showing my damage. Oops. Yeah, that was that was yeah, uh, a while. Yeah, that
0: was that was ninety-seven. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly. It was like yesterday,
2: now. Yvonne, Come on.
0: Uh, it was twenty five years ago, Sam. <laughs> twenty five fucking years ago. Twenty five fucking years ago.
2: Anyway, uh, so no, uh, uh, my topic is uh, Twitter finally killing the uh, the third party clients uh, to Twitter's service. I think Yvonne and I mentioned this in passing a couple of times. That I was actually surprised it hadn't happened already. I thought it would. I'm surprised that
0: uh, that uh, they had allowed it in the first place without
2: putting certain well, so he, uh, here's, restrictions here's, on. Here's them. here's uh, the history of it. Like he, here here's the the deal. Like, and I actually was. I, I read a few articles refreshing myself on the history of this. Like, um, basically, when Twitter first opened up an API, they weren't thinking of like. Client apps like this, but they developed right away. Um, And so, for instance, the first iOS Twitter app was not made by Twitter. It was a third-party app. Ah. Um, So the
0: first, okay, so, oh, because there wasn't an app either. This was probably
2: uh, just the website. It was the website. You still did tweets by by SMS, like back in those days. Oh, yeah, that's Shit, that's, holy shit, we're dating ourselves. Right, right. Oh, so, yeah. Like I forgot all about of, the tweet by SMS. All of the initial development Ooh. of Twitter client apps was done by third parties using the API. Tw- tw- the official Twitter app was Twitter bought one of those third party apps. Ah. Yeah. you know, they, they didn't initially develop that app at all. Like they bought one of the third parties more, more, even beyond that, the first time somebody used a little blue bird as an icon for Twitter was one of the third party apps.
0: Right. That's what I, that, that I, that I learned recently. The
2: first use of the word tweet was by a third party app. Like all of this stuff, there was lots and lots of innovation. When, when Twitter first put out the API, um, there was, uh, there were all kinds of interesting uses for the API and some of them were not client apps at all, but there was a, a thriving marketplace of client apps for a while with all kinds of people innovating and trying different kinds of UIs. The first pull down to refresh was one of those Twitter apps. Mm, interesting. Um, you know, like, so there was all kinds of innovation there, and there's there a whole bunch of them, and, you know, some of them became popular. Um, Twitter did crack down on them quite a few years back. I do remember um, that. And and they pissed off a lot of people at the time because they were sort of they're changing the developer agreement and making it. Now, they didn't. They started discouraging clients, not saying you couldn't do it and they put limitations on it and uh, on volumes and other stuff and they they made it harder and they started taking certain parts of the API uh, and it, certain things you could do on native Twitter just not making available through the API so the the the, the these clients were limited in certain ways uh, now the people who loved these uh, for the most part, didn't care about most of those limitations. Um, but you know, some people did and you know, they, they would go back to the regular one or, you know, you just lived with it. Like for instance, one of the limitations was, uh, the third party apps couldn't do polls. You know, they added, they added polls in main Twitter, uh, and the third party apps couldn't do them. Uh, you know, if you really cared about polls, then maybe that was something that you would make a decision based on. Right. But, mo- but most people who use the third-party apps uh, use them because you got the chronological by default, you got no ads, also important. Um, and, and generally, there are a lot of interface things that were just a little smoother, you know, and, and so and depending on the app too like i i used tweetbot for all these years but like there were a whole bunch of others and they all had different things that they sort of concentrated on and did did a little bit differently and so different people like different ones and blah 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 and of course lots of people used the you know the, the vast majority of people just used whatever twitter gave them uh right. via the website the app whatever uh but if you lots of power users ended up using the third party apps um uh, but, you know, they, after some of the backlash, one of the things Twitter was doing in the last year or two prior to um, uh, Elon taking over was trying to actually repair relationships with the developer community that used the API. They were upgrading the API again to add back features that they'd taken away from those folks or never given them in the first place. They were trying to uh, convince that community to to sort of really, you can trust us again. come back, you know do do more stuff and um, and then of course, uh, what what happened this week, uh, it, it, and I, I guess first I joked a couple weeks ago that I, I, the only reason this stuff is still up has to be that, you know, Elon, may, maybe Elon doesn't even know about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he just hasn't realized these exist yet. And yep. as soon as he does, they'll be gone in an hour. Right? right. And, uh, I don't know if that's exactly how it went down or whether he just finally got around to it or whatever. Um, but just with no warning whatsoever, poof. Um, A bunch of these stopped working. And the way they did it too, it wasn't that they cut off the API in general. They specifically targeted like the 25 biggest one of these clients. Uh, From what I understand, even now there may be some that still work to some degree. Like I I haven't, I I should test it. Um, Like there's a, there's a command line client. Ah. Like, you know, uh, and and I, it's actually how I used, uh, how I automated tweets from like election graphs when there was a poll updated. I used okay. this command line qu- client and, you know, if you, if I'm just using it to automate, hey, tweet this, that's one thing. But you can actually go to it and use it as a full-fledged client to read your stream and tweet and do other things in a little, in, in, a, in a pure text layout, right? Uh, in a terminal window. I'm sure the number of people who do that is like five in the universe, right? Like who the hell would do that? So Twitter may or may not have bothered to cut them off yet, but like the, the point was they didn't just cut off everything. They targeted specific ones and took out um, all of the popular um, uh, uh, Twitter clients. There were a couple they missed and they came back around a couple of days later and got them uh but no warning no nothing everybody using those just started getting an error when they used it there was no communication to the developers about it for days and days and days and the developers were support putting in a support ticket saying hey it's not working although they all knew what was probably up but you know they went through the motions right they put in the support ticket got no answer no answer no answer Eventually, after like, I think it was like five days or something, um, uh, tw- the one of the Twitter Twitter accounts uh, said something about like, you know, some applications have been, you know, canceled, disabled, whatever they said, for violating long-term Twitter API rules. And without specifying what rule, because all of the app developers were like what fucking rule I've yeah. I've 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 been doing exactly what I've supposed to be doing and we've been doing it for years I think tweetbot was around for like 11 years it, 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 these are not like new up and coming things um you know and uh then 2 days after that Twitter changed their terms of service of for course. the API to actually say that you couldn't do client apps essentially. They said you can't build anything that tries to reproduce core Twitter services. I you know some wording like that. Um and so uh, all these all of these developers are like their revenue stream just went to zero in some cases negative. Like they're talking about how, you know, m- many of them were at this point on a subscription model where you pay monthly or yearly through Apple or Android or whatever um, uh, to, to, to buy this. So like, I forget how much Tweetbot was like, I don't know like that it's not expensive, but um, basically, you know, at this point, lots of people, yeah, you know, th- there are lots of people who are like, "Oh, we support you, blah blah blah." We're we're, you know,
0: and they were demanding refunds.
2: And, and then there are other people. Uh, I said that the developer of Tweetbot, Tweetbot is a two-person team. Uh one of them tweeted that, "Hey, look, we really support all of you folks who are like, you know, we support you through thick and thin. We would, you know, let us know how we can pay you to help you through this blah blah blah." But for every one of you, there's two or three people demanding refunds. Yep, <laughs> you know, and you know, so and these small, these are small outfits. So, like, you know, all these people were demanding refunds could put them out of business. You know, yeah. Um, now uh, they're also uh, the 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 folks who are doing Tweetbot are making a Mastodon client that they're working on. They probably won't make the same money on that that they did off the Twitter one, just because it's still a smaller universe. Uh, but they're they're excited because there's not the same limitations you had on the Twitter side, so they can. And, even, look, and look, it's growing pretty fast. It I, is I, I growing. Well, you know, pe- people have talked about it. Sort of, it's been ebbing and flowing. It, it it went up for a while. It's gone down again. It may go up again. No, uh I haven't seen like uh, recently.
0: Look, they they have been adding about
2: pretty consistently about
0: fifty thousand users a week. Okay, so look that that in a year is I mean close to two and a half three million users. Yeah, if if, if it if it
2: keeps up, yeah, um, yeah. And, but but that's been the pretty consistent flow. It's not you know that, that's and, been. And know. The thing is, the thing with this is you know several of these app developers uh, the ones I've followed the most are the ones who did Twitterific and which I've I never really used Twitterific, but uh, I've you know I followed their developer on there too and and of course Tweetbot. You know they're. Um, they're saying like, look, we kind of knew this was going to happen. Like we, you, th- there was, there was some question about the viability of us doing this even before Elon. But as soon as Elon took over, we knew that it was only a matter of time, but just, just, the 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 no warning, the whatever, the blah, 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 you know, just really, really pissed them off. But I mean, like that's Elon. I mean, everything you've seen about how he's handled Twitter since it started, would you expect anything different? Nope. nope. No. You know, like they're like, you know, if they'd given us some warning, we could have put some messaging in the app and told people blah, blah, blah. And, you know, then it shut off our purchases at a certain point and blah 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 no 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 yeah elon doesn't give a shit about that um and and you know apparently the same day they finally changed the terms of services they they sent out a mass email to twitter developers about oh come work with us we got blah 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 blah, blah. (laughs) we're out of these new features and it's like really you know the the team that managed the API was another one of those teams that Elon got rid of almost all of them apparently there're like 3 people left in that team or something. Uh-huh. Um so can you ima- if if you were a developer out there and you're thinking oh what should I do right now? I know I'll build some integrations with Twitter. You're right like, Really? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck would do that? You like, gotta be crazy. You, you have to would- be crazy. I mean obviously you're not going to build a new client app but you no. know. I'm sure you could do other integrations with Twitter even now with what they do say they support, but why would you, you, there's no trust. Why you would be crazy to trust that whatever you built would still be able to be there a year from now. Right. You know, so you might as well get rid of the last three people on that API and shut it down completely. You know, why, (laughs) you know, um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I'm pissed at, I, I mentioned, you know, I, I, I said a few shows ago, you know, look, I, I was reducing my Twitter usage a lot, but you know, I would still, when I ran out of stuff on Mastodon, I'd flip over to TweetPot. I still try to do that every once in a while, but I just get an error. So I go right back <laughs> out and, 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 you know, I, I'm not about to open the official app. No. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I know Yvonne went cold turkey a number of weeks ago. I'm now there too because like the way I access Twitter is gone. And I always found the other one impossible to use and annoying to use and and with everything else going on. No, no, I'm I, I'm not, like, at all. And so and here is the the thing uh as has been going
0: on. Look, I, I will say that I think at first I was definitely Missing stuff from like my feed on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. I have to say that right now I've gotten to the point where I am almost like not missing it at all. Uh I still I still have lots
2: of of gaps. Like th- I, I, there are certain areas where I've got coverage, but I have lots of gaps. Where- I, I
0: have but those are I have like worked a lot at like adding certain things in usage or whatever that has been narrowing that down and i will say that one part that i've replaced significantly not with mastodon for the most part Hmm. um uh uh which is about um chatting with people about sports specifically um facebook man i i i I have to (laughs) admit that uh you know as much as people dis Facebook, man, the, the groups, uh, look, I, I had mentioned before I have been using it a lot more for formula one because there weren't a lot of people, there were some people on Twitter, but there were some pretty, uh, big groups with F1 stuff on, 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 Facebook. And I found a whole bunch of other groups related to certain things, sports related that, uh, you know, that 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 I like. Uh and uh you know what? Basically almost all the content that I've got in a combination of whatever the hell's on Mastodon and on Facebook, I'm basically uh getting that at this point. And I, I, uh and Apple News, which I don't think you read, but I you know, unless I send an article, but I do I, I have my Apple News with all these
2: things and it gives you a pretty good scroll of Yeah, yeah. Stuff. And, and, and I yeah, I I'll I also I don't look, I don't do Apple News, but I'll check Google News occasionally. But like I, I'd say N- not in terms of sort of just pure volume, but in terms of the kinds of things I look at, I'd say mastodons maybe at fifty percent for me now. There's still a bunch missing that I've and like I'll just give an example, like um local municipal, like the local the local police. Ah. They, ha- they have a Twitter account. Well, that I get on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you know, they, they, they're all kinds of like local and governmental utilities, uh, things like that, that are all on Twitter. They're not on,
0: uh, I bet you that some of, of them, those are some on of, Facebook.
2: Some of them are on Facebook. Some of them I do see on Facebook, but I I just don't. I don't have a habit of going to Facebook, and I don't particularly want to build that habit. I mean, I do check Facebook occasionally, but it's entirely different. Like, I get pissed off whenever I go to Facebook and I see something that is not by somebody who is a personal acquaintance of mine.
0: Ah, uh, well, I, I, yeah, I. Well, that's your, I know, but as you say, that's my problem. So yeah, that. yeah, the, the, yeah. The, because, that, like, here for example, look, I've got. I just went into Facebook. I got. I, I got. Uh, there is this. Group of people that we follow things about cars, and so that group posts stuff. So I see that. The next thing is somebody I know. Th- this is an NFL yeah, one yeah. that makes jokes about the NFL. So there, I got my NFL stuff. And, and these guys were on Twitter. Okay, so they're on Facebook. Yeah, so I yeah. get I'm, I'm getting those. Um, There's another joke group that I'm in. The Jay Duff, our our, our ex, uh, 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 you know, colleague from, Card- uh, Carnegie Mellon. Sorry, Jay. I know you got you know you, you tried, but you know <laughs> you didn't. You know. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, well, you didn't try that hard, but still. Anyway, we, you know, um, you know, but but yeah, but he's on there. He invited me to this to, to this group, so I'm in with him. It's only about three, but I like these groups because yeah, these groups yeah, are see, like 300 people. We're like 300 people in, in this group, and we yeah, share stuff I'm on a regular a, basis. I'm in, and whatever. I'm in a few.
2: I'm in a and few I, Facebook I, I groups, like but I, I've never. I, you, know, you know i just i i never really I, liked facebook for that I, I mean and you're right maybe i'll adapt and i'll start doing more of that i and, um, and that's the thing i'm adapting yeah exactly no you know, the other thing there are a few there are a few utilities that you can set up like if there is an account on twitter that you find invaluable you can set up something that'll essentially ah,
0: set up well, a robot well 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 okay well okay i will reveal Yes. That, yes, a significant thing that I've done, a significant part of stuff that I'm getting, is with some of some of that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. they uh, ro- ro- basically you can set up a robot that will create a shadow account that just toots on Mastodon everything. Some other so account. so some tweets. people
0: already have done that. So, for example, yes. one of the things is where uh you know like a lot of the uh you know so my sports coverage is like now mixed between Mastodon and that in large part, there was a guy that went and created bots for all the major sports accounts. Right. Okay. And basically I'm like, click, 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 click here. (laughs) Sign me up. Fuck this. You know, it, it, this is all. It, it's all. Yeah, it, and, it, it's all here.
2: And that doesn't really work for interaction with those accounts, but it works fine right. if all you want to do is see what they. Oh do. yeah, but I i want to just. You know, for the most part, it's a, the, fuck the interaction.
0: The interaction, fucking fa- Twitter, is toxic anyway. Well, fuck that shit. I'd rather just see it
2: and not be arguing with a whole bunch of goons. Right. So now, anyway, back back to the third parties. They're, they're dead. That That's dropped me off of Twitter down to zero, essentially. I think maybe like accidentally following a link or something, but basically zero. Um, and uh, I, I am anxiously awaiting the official release of Ivory, which is TweetBot's Mastodon client that you're going to be releasing, and I've been trying other Mastodon clients. I, I'm I'm mainly using Toot right now with an exclamation point. T o o t exclamation point. Uh, I've tried a few others. There, like in the Twitter early days, there's like. Apparently, lots of innovation going on right now because there are few there are few Mastodon clients that have been around for years, but there are a bunch of others that are popping up brand new because people are seeing the opportunity with all the people jumping on Mastodon and saying, "Hey, I can do this. I can make a better one. I can do this." I tried one called Ice Cubes the the other day. It was fine, but I went back to Toot. Uh, You know, I tried one called what's this thing called Mast Toot. It was fine, but I went back to toot, you know, um, there, there's like, um, almost a dozen major ones and more minor ones, probably. Um, what, one thing I haven't found yet is any, any of them that are really good on the desktop, as opposed to on the phone. Um, the, the ivory from the Tweetbot folks is going to eventually have a desktop version too, but you know, it's fine. And I, and I fully expect on, on, on ivory, like they're, they're going to come out with a, uh, it's, they say they're targeting by the end of the month to have their release out. And I'm going to buy that thing. The second it comes out, I'm going to subscribe to it. I would, I would, if they have an extra little like tip box or whatever, I'll give them an extra little tip, you know, cause I'll use the hell out of that app. And I appreciate the work they did on Tweetbot and like, feel bad for how they got screwed you know so you know anyway anyway that's it for me your turn
0: uh, my turn Fuck.
2: last topic of the day last but you you have the responsibility yvonne for determining how we close out the show and how people think about us as they go about the rest of their week so choose carefully
0: Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Thanks for the fucking... Um,
2: uh...
0: Okay, I can do something here where I can make you talk.
2: Oh, God, yes, you, you could. You could. So you watched recently...
0: 2001 a space odyssey
2: oh okay you're gonna do one of my movies and out of order too okay fine yeah yeah
0: uh, i i well i i I will say that i relatively recently also watched it okay okay yeah Uh, and i'm gonna say that that in the last 18 months Mm -hmm. and i don't think
2: we talked about it um yeah i watched it in august um i and, and i watched it with my son alex uh, and you know, he falls asleep or something. Or did, you like it? <sighs> did he, did he, I don't think he did. No, he did not this time. A-, a few years back, uh, my wife had to watch it for a school assignment when she was back in college. Okay. Uh, this was like, I don't know, six years ago now. I don't yeah. know who, yeah, uh, yeah. exactly. And I remember he did fall asleep that time. Uh, okay. But, but this time, no, he watched the whole thing. And, you know, uh, he, he did, he did state that like part of, you know, part of the beginning was boring and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, when is something going to happen? And I, I, and I did tell him, you know, just wait for like the last 10 minutes and just it, it's going to be different, you know? Yeah, <laughs> But, but, um, I mean, you know, I, I'm still
0: trying to figure out. I, mean, I, I the whole tunnel scene, right? <laughs> I, yes, I'm just like. By the way, I don't know. Did the one that you watch have the intermission? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because yes, it, it, did. It, it because that's the one thing that was like curious about that movie. It, you know, because that was like typical. In, in, in movies, it it movies used to be in the past for having uh, intermission. I, I,
2: it, it, certainly anything beyond a certain length. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, so... Um, so that had that... You know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay. That's a lot of nothing happening <laughs> at the end. <laughs> um, no,
2: so uh, over, overall, look, you know, I, I like 2001. Um, I, I, it, it's not something that I'm going to watch all the time, but I... I actually enjoy the whole thing from start to end even as slow as it is like I just I like you know when they're they're doing the dramatic classical music while the spaceships are docking and the oh yeah that's beautiful I mean it's, it, it, so, it's yeah, just yeah. beautiful to watch it you know you think about you know it is from nineteen sixty eight it's so well of, made it, it is incredibly well made it holds up today I mean even if you know like Oh, okay. You know, it's a model in front of a whatever. It it, it holds up anyway. Like yeah. You know it, and the I don't th- I don't know that it could be made today. You know, it's so damn no. slow. It's slow damn c- no. cerebral. Um, you half the time you're just going, what the fuck is going on? You know,
0: and I always I I will say because look, I lo- I, I really I, I love the movie okay um the scene that i always like just uh, that i that i i i i like is the scene where yeah he, he, he goes to deactivate
2: hal yes that is amazing yes that the, the- that scene yeah the, the singing Daisy and going slow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I mean, and even like the classic, like, you know, open the pod bay doors, Door, al, all this, you know, there are so many classic moments in this thing. Um, you know, hell the, 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 the monkeys at the beginning, you know, the apes, I guess, and not monkeys, you know, all of that, like that, it's, that was always that was just bizarre. But yeah, okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, but okay, but you know the whole, thing, the, the whole thing. I think the the, week, the weakest part is the part actually on the moon where they try to explain what's happening before they go and find the obelisk. Like that's actually the weakest monolith. part of the movie. Yeah, isn't that what I said? Did I said obelisk, obelisk. Oh, obelisk, An obelisk, oh, okay. monolith, monolith, it's a monolith monolith yeah an obelisk would be slightly different yes um but anyway i, I like it. and speaking of the thing with the apes at the beginning uh if you guys have not seen the side-by-side comparison of that with the trailer for the barbie movie the trailer for the
0: barbie movie
2: yes and- what
0: in the fucking
2: hell and I th- I think I actually shared this under Comedians Corner Slack, so sorry you, you missed it, Yvonne. But uh, okay, the, you did. The, the Barbie trailer is a shot by shot remake of the beginning of 2001 with the Apes, except it's girls playing with Barbie dolls. Get
0: out of here!
2: No, no, it, it's awesome. And then somebody online put together a side by side, so you could see oh, them. Get for- out of here! No, no, you, you you gotta check it out. It's, it's so what awesome. they did it on the, the guys that made the Barbie. They just did it on purpose. Yes, yes, absolutely. The trailer for the Barbie movie was a shot-for-shot remake of the ape sequence in two thousand
0: one. Oh, yeah, he that, did.
2: It was it was so pretty... weird. <laughs> I, 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 yes, it, 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 it's worth looking up. Go <laughs> find it. Uh, and and not, you, I'm sure, and, and it's also worth looking up the one that has them side by side, you know. But anyway, 2001 is great, thumbs up, love the movie. Um, it, 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 it you know, y- you have to be in a certain mood, you have to be willing to spend a few hours just like this. Is not the kind of movie that makes any sense to like have on in the background while you're doing other shit. You have Look, to like that,
0: I, that, the, the, fl- listen, the flight to the space station, the yes. flight to the moon. That entire sequence. And then, you know, look, I actually mean the meeting was this was thing, but you know, I, I look, I do like the entire sequence when they they go and they find a monolith and then what mm-hmm, happens mm-hmm. and then and then you know they're on discovery, they're underway there. Yeah. And look, let us be clear, the the way the depicted the, the compu- depicted computing into the future. Okay? I mean at that time. It's pretty good. Pretty damn fucking good. I yeah. mean, damn it. I mean, damn it. It was mean, so damn good. I. It's just you know, uh, I, you know, everything was just done so well. I mean, I. I it's just, yeah, yeah. I thumbs up, thumbs up all around, thumbs up.
2: Yeah, like some people hate it. But oh god,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure. I mean, they go into this and they're like, you know, where the fuck's my coors like? Get me the fuck out of here, you know, something like that. I'm sure they'll say. But
2: like I was starting to say, like if you're gonna do 2001, you can't just have it on the background. You can't have the kids running around. You have to put it on the biggest screen you have with a good sound system, and be focused and pay attention to the damn thing, and and let it sort of wash over you. Because it's an experiential movie. It's not a plot movie. It's a you sit there and just let it wash over you and absorb the feelings, absorb the music, etc. Uh, and, and and the whole psychedelic sequence at the end, you're like, you know, open yourself to being like, what the fuck? And you know, it 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 it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But and, yeah, and it, the thing is,
0: you know, they made a sequel, 2010. Yes, entirely um, different style. Entirely, completely different style. But I do like that movie. But it's I, a complete, I, I like it's 2010 complete, as well. But but, it, I, but it's, it's it's a completely, completely, completely different movie. I mean, it's yeah. not yeah, you know, yeah,
2: yeah. But t- 2001 though, classic. If anybody out there has not actually watched it, go watch it. Go. Watch I've it. I, I've actually I remember, uh, I many many years ago I actually saw one of the times it came back into the theater, I saw it in a, a, a large screen theater in the in DC, the uptown for anybody who knows DC. Uh, and that was good too. Like actually seeing it in a huge screen in a theater in real, you know, also good with a whole bunch of people. It was fun. So anyway, okay. I think that's it. That's it. Okay. So the stuff at the end of the show, um, curmudgeons-corner.com. You can find our archives. You can find all the ways to contact us. You can find a link to our Patreon to give us money. And if at various levels, we'll give you stuff. If you give us money, I, I particularly like the mug, but we'll also do postcards. We'll also mention you on the show. And of course at $2 a month or more, or if you just contact us in any of those other ways and ask nicely, we will invite you to our curmudgeon's corner slack where Yvonne and I and others are chatting throughout the week and sharing links and talking about the news and whatever else is going on. Uh, sometimes there's still Wordle on there. Um, you know, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. There. A few of to have us you
0: still join. do Wordle. You're the one that's not doing it, but a few I do, do
2: Wordle like once a month or
0: something. Well, Exactly. But yeah. But we're, you know, you've got a few other us uh, diehards on it. So
2: anyway, uh it's a lot of fun. More of you should join us. Uh send us a note and we'll invite oh, we you. got Greg back. And we got Greg Greg back and Which is uh, great. Yeah. And a few indeed. other folks pop in and out. Uh so there's some people. I've I've said this before. We've got some people who are there every day talking all the time, and then we've got some people who sort of dip in and out and like show up. Yeah, like, like Captain posted month. a wordle, like you know. To, yeah, you know, the, 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 well and there there people, in a blue all of a sudden boom. Yeah, and well, there are people who pop in with other things every once in yeah, a while. Yeah. Like one, once a month or something, they'll pop in and say yeah. something and then they're gone. Yep. You know, yep, but yep. we appreciate all of you. So anyway. So oh, Yvonne, cool. do you have a yep. highlight from the Slack that you'd like to give this week? I, I'm gonna mention this one. There's a Mastodon
0: link that I shared um about an article in Ars Technica. Uh about uh Somebody going and like selling online um 16 terabyte SSDs. Ah uh, yes, yes. Uh, and that and, and, and you know for 70 dollars. Yes. Which look, I mean, I guess they're targeting
2: what? People who don't know the difference. I guess people that don't know. don't know what these things are usually priced as. I mean, right,
0: because it's like 16 terabytes SSD does not cost $70. It's, you know, the other day I was building a computer on Apple and I'm like, oh, look, they have an 8 terabyte SSD option. And I'm like, holy shit, that's expensive. Like, you know, several thousand dollars. Okay, so... um, And so these guys go, and it's a reviewer at Ars Technica, if it sounds too good to be true. Reviewer buys 16 terabyte portable SSD for $70, proves it's a sham. Uh, His thing is, what's 15,936 gigabytes between friends? Because basically, although it's sold as that, the reality is that the cheap SSD turned out to be just a 64 gigabyte micro SD in a mm-hmm. circuit board with a USB-C connector. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, I mean, don't even give him like, I mean, that's, that's 64 gigs. That's it. And you're promising 16 terabytes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and by the way, he also said that the good news is no malware. <laughs> Well, look, this has been a problem with these kind of plug-in like, yes, you know, yes, yes. so d- d- they have been like. I mean, there were like I can't remember who the hell had bought a shipment for some event that we were happening, and then we found out that all the ones that they they brought and like bought all had malware. Beautiful. Uh, and so it it does it did not have malware, Thank God. Um, but one thing that he said also is that even the freaking USB ports were defective. So it's, I mean, so nice way of getting fleeced seventy dollars by being offered a sixteen terabyte. Like you know, I mean, this is like the same scam as like, hey, you can buy. I don't know. There, there are some that say, oh, buy an iPad for five dollars.
2: Hmm. Yes, it's a great it's, deal. Yes,
0: an iPad for five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay.
2: That's it. Well, that's it. Hey, everybody have a great week and uh, we'll talk to you again next time. If, Hey, if you're in a tech company and you're in rounds of layoffs, good luck to you. And if you actually were laid off, even more good luck to you, I guess. Hope everything works out. Uh, uh, Feel free to uh, contact us and tell us about your experiences. Anyway, Uh, Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye.
1: the beginning of time. Since the first little girl ever existed, there have been dolls. But the dolls were always and forever baby dolls. Until...